This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is for the passionate Seahawks fans. The ones who care about scheme more than hot takes. The, the, the ones who want X's and O's and not talking heads. From the eye in the sky. This is Seattle Overload. It's Seattle Overload. With your hosts, Matty F. Brown, Griffin Sturgeon, and Ty Dane Gonzalez. Let's who in the evil offense, Griff, if we talk skill positions first? Who was a disappointment for you? Um, uh, Jordan Addison was disappointing. Like the mm. like before you even get to the 40, which he ended up running a 4-4-9, which I, I think we both said he seemed like a high 4-4 runner. So it's good that he got inside 4-5. Like he's not... 442 guy. I thought he'd be a 447. He was a 449, whatever. Um, but then the concerning part, and it becomes concerning, coupled with him only being 449. If it was 44, it'd be a little different. Or 438, whatever. Is that he only weighed in at 173 pounds. Yeah. So and play strength, when he loses reps, it's usually related to getting bodied a little bit, getting bullied a little bit. So um you know, it's kind of surprising he didn't try to beef up just for the combine's sake. Even like tried it like he should be one eighty minimum. Yeah, and that's um, what Seattle would want, like one eighty. Um, and then you factor in the combine, like how much water has been taken on water weight. Yeah, like, I'm sure yeah. he, like everyone, would have tried to have done that. Surely, so like you know, how light is he? Mm. Yeah, so I feel I feel like he's still. He's still there's still a strong chance he's the first receiver taken. That could still very well happen. Um, but, but the idea of like what he can be, it feels like he goes from just like looking at his potential between his frame and his 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 pure athleticism. He goes from being like a super high end number two to just being like a quality number two. But a guy that can still get you, you know, efficient production at a at a good volume, good amount of volume. So um I know that's a little disappointing. Um, obviously, Jackson Smith and Jigba didn't run a 40, but he had a crazy 
crazy Ooh. three cone, crazy shuttle, which is great because that's what he shows on tape. And if when people don't test the way they win on tape, then it's really concerning because it's like then. Yeah, you start not. you start going back and you're like, mm, was that did I did my eyes lie to me there? Is yeah. you know did he win because this defender is bad or like you know the coverage is weird or something like that? You, you really right. start second guessing it. But yeah, when it just it, ticks it, the box, it's so nice. It, it's like when an edge rusher wins with get off and then he has a bad 10 yard split and a bad broad jump and a bad vertical it's because he's he's timing the snap up because he's yeah. taking advantage of yeah you know the dome he's playing in or something yeah and the so tackle it's... and then you zoom in and, and the tackles uh right cleat was like falling apart in in the entire yeah. game yeah, yeah right yeah. right so, so stuff like that so in this case it was very good very good sign for jsm because obviously i mean he's he's a slot receiver and he's going to be somewhere on the spectrum between Jarvis Landry and CD Lamb. He's going to fall somewhere in between. Could be Keenan Allen. Could be, you know, um, Christian Kirk. I mean, he's going to be somewhere in there. But like, it's so clearly, it's so clear that he's going to be somewhere in there. Like, he's not going to be worse than that. Like, you know what you're getting with him. And the combine only confirms that you know what you're getting with him. Um, he's not going to be Cooper Cup, but. You know, he's not going to be Justin Jefferson, that kind of slot, but he can still be elite at the first level, elite at the second level. Um, and so his combine kind of confirms his theory. I mean, and if, also if, he he if, weighed if, in well too, six one two hundred. That's a good size for that style of play. Yeah, one hundred ninety six and a, a three nine three short shuttle and a six five seven three kind like that is that's really crazy stuff. That uh-huh. that's a guy that will just work over the middle. I mean, Jacoby, Jacoby, uh, who, who's the guy for Jacoby Myers is another guy that he might, you might comp him to like one of those power slots who really can just work with elite route running over the interior or over the middle and not necessarily threaten the third level or the shell. Um, can't put him outside in all likelihood, but I mean, he's really useful, really useful player. So it's just, it's good to see that. Then the the other uh, main guy, well, two main guys, Quentin Johnson. Well, what were his numbers again? Six three, two hundred eight pounds, eleven foot two broad, and then a forty point five inch vertical. Which it was unfortunate after all of that that he didn't end up running the forty. He'll probably be saving that for his pro day, or maybe tweak something. But that is a uh, like main you know tick 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 he'd be like an x right so i'm not sure like stylistically how that fits in seattle but some team yeah. will take that high because as you said uh uh so nicely uh the other day you know you kind of have to take that high because if it is the, the x there isn't many of these big yeah. guys who are good anymore and he has some pretty good tape as well so then it's like and he's testing well so then it's like what could he be um right i mean yeah I'm, and i'm glad that i'm kind of glad seattle has a reason not to take him because they already have dk because it feels riskier than yeah yeah it's so, risky. I mean, there are things to like and i think he's actually getting underrated in a couple of areas now because his weaknesses are being magnified so much but the weaknesses are still a concern like he he's in great attacking the ball in the air he doesn't have the best pure hands and stuff like that but um you know like the the change of direction i think the the 
the weight adjusted agility is really good. And at least on tape is like the feet are insane, not just yes. running after the catch, but I think that was some cleaning up his route running. I feel like that will, th- those are just traits he's working with. That so few guys of that frame are working with. Um, so, um, but then, so then the other main name, Zay Flowers, he had a great combine. He had the exact combine he needed to have. He came in 10 pounds heavier. So he ran a four, four, two. He, I mean, did he run a three cone? No, which As, I mean, you don't need the three. I mean, his tape. Yeah. He's as agile as, as they come. He, he can, is as explosive out of a cut as they come. So, I mean, basically he had the exact kind of combine that you get to fire up the, you know, the locket tape, the, the, the locket comps or the Brandon cooks comps, you know, you get to, you get to lean all the way into it. Um, so he, he did what he needed to do to confirm his tape basically. Um, and that he still kept a, not elite speed, but high end speed at, after putting on 10 pounds is also a very good sign because, you know, that matters for play strength reasons. So, I mean, he can, he, he can, he can be, he can be an X in a pinch. I mean, Brandon cooks played X early in his career. Tyler Lockett, when, when he was, you know, his peak athletic self, you could absolutely put him on the line of scrimmage. He could absolutely beat press with his, with his footwork and everything. So I feel like Zay could do that, but you don't need him to, you can, he can be your Z. He can be your slot. You can mix and match him. Um, so he, he had a great combine so far. Yeah. He, he, it almost seems too obvious that kind of fit. Yeah. But maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's interesting, you know, as, as Schneider said, there's so many different types of receiver and what way they go is going to be very interesting with, and how to kind of complement. obviously you want to take a good player, but how do you try and complement and maximize their opportunities with, you know, Lock it and yeah. Metcalf as the target monsters that they are, and justifiably so. And then you know you've got to factor in the tight ends as well. So w- before we get to the tight ends, some interesting names that I hadn't, I wasn't as familiar with. Marvin Mims Jr. out of Oklahoma, uh, five foot eleven, one hundred eighty-three pounds, ten foot nine broad jump, thirty-nine point five inch vertical, four three eight forty. Need to watch him to see if he's like a real. I think he might be more of a slot slot. Uh, and he ran a 6.93 cone as well, which isn't awful. My One of the guys I'd like, Jaden Reed, he uh, yeah. he, he he was 5'10", 187 pounds, but he ran a 4.45.40, which I was kind of expecting, and only 33.5 inches vertically. Like He's not the fastest kind of dude. Uh, but his short shuttle, 49 seconds, that's bit better but um yeah i think he, i think he's, he's four, like an four five is is good for him yeah I mean, i'd still be interested in him as like a you know day day two to day three kind of pick like that would be i think really good value uh yeah and and then finally wearing the hat that i am bryce ford wheaton out of west virginia <laughs> maybe it's a miles boykin type moment but Having watched West Virginia, they had awful offense, awful quarterbacking. So it's very hard to evaluate Bryce Ford Wheaton. And he did cook guys. It just the ball wouldn't get there. 
He is 6'4", 221 pounds, with a 10 foot 9 broad, a 41 inch vertical, a 438 40, a 415 second short shuttle, and a 6973 cone. That is just lunacy. And uh, Kent, uh, gosh, Kent Lee Platt, right? Yeah. Yeah, his yep. RAS scores, which you should check out if you don't, they're very interesting. But that that ranks as a ten. Like now, there's been two more receivers who are more athletic than Ford Wheaton, but like he's basically the most athletic receiver we've ever seen. So yeah, that I mean, that's interesting. He'll get drafted a lot higher than he was going to. He's had a heck of a day there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. Yeah, we, uh, we have to mention. Um... At Perry running a four four seven at six three two hundred at six what was he six four he's six six three and a half so yeah let's round it up six four hundred ninety eight pounds yeah yeah and, and eleven foot one broad as well yeah that's uh and he, he's a good football player I mean I would take him now he's a redshirt senior but I would take him at any pick in the second round just because I'm willing to mess around with that and he has. Now you get into the conundrum of he's an ex, right? Mm. But he, I, I, I feel like it's worth making schematic accommodations to make that work with him and DK on the field at the same time because he has facets to his skill set that DK doesn't. So there's enough, there's enough like, uh, uh, like uh, versatility between the the two of them, or what? You can use them in versatile ways because because there's enough that doesn't overlap is what I'm saying. Skill set diversity is what I'm going for. So, I mean, what that means is, I mean, he's a regular at attacking the ball more. He's more natural at it than DK and he can run in breakers. I mean, not as well as maybe Quentin Johnson probably will, um, but he can do stuff. DK can't. So, I mean, put him at Z if you want. Now that reinforces staying spread probably. And what really matters with what kind of receiver they get here. And like John Schneider was, like you said, that John Schneider's talking about receiver type is that if you go get A.T. Perry, awesome, but then you're going to remain in normal split, max split offense. And Waldron wants to get in the world of condensing it down. And the only way he could do that this year is by playing a lot of 12 personnel, which was used to great effect. But then 11 11 personnel kind of becomes limited in scope so um and 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 then also at perry's presence especially when you're under center forces lock it into the slot so you can't um or the same as pistol too so you kind of lose lock it on the perimeter he ran a lot of go routes out of pistol and to great effect right so you can do a lot of things with him but then it also prevents you from doing other things so that's why i feel like Addison has the versatility. Jose Flowers mm-hmm. obviously has the versatility. Jackson Smith and Jigba maybe doesn't have the versatility, but where he does fit allows you to get into that world more. And and so. it's not it's not really going to take opportunities from from Metcalf or Lockett. Like it's going to be the, the kind of the perfect complement in the like Lock Lockett wasn't willing to be yaki really last year, which you know all power to him. It's his body. Uh, and so I think in Jigba coming in, Smith and Jigba coming in would be that kind of yaki over the middle choice route, but he's not going to go down when once he's caught it. And then there's, you know, three, four, five more yards each time. Uh, yeah. And th- 
should also mention, I mean, this is this is in depth on the receivers, but Josh Downs, who a lot of people had like high second round dude, maybe even top of the first out of North Carolina. He only weighed in 171 pounds and he only ran a four four eight forty. That is pretty disastrous for his stock, yeah. similar to the point we we're talking about uh someone else I, I can't remember we've gone through so many names but he looked light on tape and he was getting bashed around by linebackers which is something I, I said the other day and yeah he he can't I mean that's a bit of a problem and then finally Jalen Hyatt uh only 176 pounds and he only ran a 4-4 which I mean that's a good time but a lot of people were saying he'd run like 4-2 4-3 sort of thing yeah. And yeah, he jumped 40 inches vertically and uh, 11 foot th- three in the broad, which is really impressive. But. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all wheel drive and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That offense at Tennessee, like, again, his fit in Seattle, like, I don't know if he, what his root tree would be, like, purely just, like, posts and goes in the NFL and maybe a slot fade it come year one. It's going to be very difficult. But also, with how wide split Tennessee are, I mean, honestly, the way that offense looks probably makes their players look slightly faster because you're so wide that, like, you're running, as Mika Kaiser pointed out in, in my replies, you're running against uh, wheel routes on, against free releases, like you are yeah. against air, basically, and, and it's in a lot of space. So and suddenly like, it looks fast. N- n- not only free releases, but you don't have to worry about anyone to your inside leverage because of you're just that offense destroys quarters. Yep. Um, it's just it's, it's fake. Like I, I know that's a trite trite phrasing these days, but it's just it's fake offense, which is incredibly hard to project for a lot of the same reasons why Eskridge isn't hitting, is because he a lot of his production was similar circumstances. So now, granted, he hasn't gotten a fair shake because of health related reasons, but you know the the, the idea still applies. Well, one name that didn't test really. He only did the bench press that I wanted to see more. Wanted to see what he's like athletically, at least as the combine can measure. Was Parker Washington? Yeah, I, I, I think he must have been hurt. He must maybe. I, I think Could, he, I think he ended the season hurt. Um, because he, he's, he's like the, he's like the day two. Um, he's like, the, he's analogous to Jackson Smith and Jigba, but like the second, third round version. Well, I, I really like him because he, you know, I don't know if this measurement is legit. Like, I think he weighed in. But yeah, he's 5'10", he 204 weight. pounds. Like, he's kind of running back like, uh, I don't see, you, you know, some people would call him Golden Tate. Like, I don't think it's that, 
but there's a bit of bulk to him and he's also not afraid to throw himself around a bit and, and run people, run through people and fight for... And, and he'll uh, block, which yeah, which provides... It's not like the blocking in and of itself, but it allows you to run certain like formations and mm. series of plays which can benefit you know the entire offense you know like uh and, and, and jsn can block too like he's not a monster but he can he'll throw his body sure. in there you know so but, but also it, it like with parker washington uh i need to watch more of his game and i i really want his pro numbers but i get scared about you know he said very similar things about the eskridge <laughs> which is so unfair but like yeah. we said he can block we said he could kind of be that um tough after the cats dude um and yeah it, it, well and like and he also could be explosive oh man yeah but but park washington is his own player and yeah yeah i need to well need, see well what washington he he, he 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 can run routes a little bit he can like that's, yeah that's he, why that's why the, in Jigba, the smith and Jigba thing yeah right so yeah. and and probably closer toward the jarvis the the jarvis landry spectrum of outcomes if he hits like if he's a good it's probably closer to that right whereas like if jsn really hits you're talking keenan allen cd lamb level of, of slot play but and and washington as well like the, the quarterbacks who have thrown in the ball like there were some real dodgy balls and he's very good at catching yeah very good at catching R- real uh concentration going to the ground variety of catches on his tape uh even uh, like kind of high pointing the ball in, uh, on the kind of deep post stuff as well. Um, so, yeah, that I really liked him. Uh, I could do with watching more of him, but I I, I really liked him, and I w- that would be like a kind of round four thing, right? Like round three, round four. Yeah, I think so. I There's think so, so many different kind of dudes. You got to sort through all this. These combine numbers but also their their uh the type of player and the production and yep that's how it, drafting it, works I, I i feel like and like we'll, when we do our receiver pod where we watch all these guys and try to try to really get into it like the preliminary vibe is that of all the guys that are going to go probably probably round three or round four mm. the guy that has the ability to be has the most ability to be like a production monster is probably Jaden reed um he's probably the most complete receiver of all those guys yeah. that figure to go on that range but he's almost so um, he's almost so complete then you're like oh well what's his standout thing right yeah yeah right yeah <laughs> i mean it, it's just kind of being so well-rounded it can all add up right but Definitely. it's, it's and, and, I, and and the fact that he was without being uh like an athletically a crazy guy is almost encouraging in a way you, you know what i mean like yeah. the, the fact he's able to be so productive and yeah anyway right so seattle may draft a receiver but also they may draft a tight end or they should probably do both things because tight ends are sneaky need as we've spoke about this he's coming off a weird injury fans in the last year of his deal Kobe parkinson is in the last year of his deal this tight end group is very, very interesting. And these guys Griff tested pretty well across the board. Yes, there were some insane, insane figures that came out. Like Darnell Washington running a four six five at 
265 and then that's just insane like a 10 foot two broad <laughs> a yeah, 408 I, short shuttle short shuttle crazy, crazy. um sam, sam laporta's 459 40 yard dash he's so skilled after the catch yeah um, so it rum, he's a rumbling bumbling stumbling but also kind of he's got some little uh some moves in the open field six nine one uh three cone four two five short shuttle like that's pretty good yeah yeah Iowa um, tight ends we we know we know what they're like yeah uh will mallory who's like the great value version of of kincaid him running a four five four was really good for his sake because if he wants to sneak into day two he's the miami guy who can't block it, his... and he's 239 pounds right like he's yeah. he's just like a a flex pure flex um you can't do a lot with him schematically but when it's time to throw the ball by schematically i mean like because the formations like what makes tight ends so valuable is not just their counting stats it's they're like the like the junction point of your entire offense like they could kind of it's all like what the blocking scheme is and then what you can do in the seam because then that dictates so much to the defense it's the layers right like yeah it's it's stuff you can't isolate so that's why like to me like michael Mayer is better than kincaid overall um not that Mayer's a monster blocker but he's good and kincaid will throw his body in there but he can't block he just can't yeah. he doesn't have the he doesn't have the body for it he'll try but because like the 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 ultimate uh yeah the ultimate tight end can impose every single threat uh on the offense when they're when they're lined up in in line with like and a receiver can't do that because right. the tight end can block uh they can do a variety of blocks it, there, there's no tell with them in the game they are a completely you know versatile uh, chess piece kind of dude um and so you you think mayor is kind of near in that right yeah i mean i think he's in i think he's antonio gates so um yeah, he he's he so he did exactly what he needed to do. He ran a four seven flat. If it was a four eight, that would have been concerning. But like he's got four seven speed on tape, which is fast enough for how he plays. Um he he he's got a great release off the line. He can use his feet, he can use his hands, he can use his body, even like hip checking guys through his route, um, to, to stay on to stay on track and stuff. And then he's got incredible hands. He's very good at adjusting to the ball. He's very good at playing through the defender, boxing out the defender for the catch point. Um, he separates like four seven speed, but the guy separates from guys. Like like when they when they roll a safety down, and they need to match up on him, whether it's cover one or cover three match, he he gets open. They, they can't do anything. Like four seven is all he needs. So yeah, I've I, I've seen him running uh, uh like choice route the like how many steps is it i i always forget this but run breaking almost outside and then breaking across the defender's face and the way he the stutters at the top of the route you you wonder like oh is he always going to stutter um but then watching him run like a corner route and the way he 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 loves like a like it's like a dead dead foot thing isn't it dead leg thing but he's just so yeah. smooth running route and like the pacing of the route and just it works every time basically is what I'm saying at the top of the route yeah. it works every time 
He is like uh, a uh, is pure basketball. Yeah, it's yeah. Pure and, basketball. And like even running like the um, like the corner route and the flag route or out route, and then the the um, the high cross or over route or like if you can run those as a tight end, um, then especially like from hand and dirt wise, then you can do a lot. Um, and the, like that, that's like, those are the check mark routes really. Cause so much production goes there. I mean, he, he, he wins like every over route that I've seen him run. He, he, he wins the route, even if he isn't getting the ball, if it's, you know, matchup coverage. Um, and then also like the, the zone stuff, he, he understands the soft spots. He understands how to protect the ball. He knows what leverage the safety does or doesn't have. And he understands how those windows open and shut. I mean, he's just, he knows what the hell he's doing. Like he's, and you're he's not really concerned good. about him having arms uh, shorter than vet two inches. That, so that was the one thing out of the combine that gives you a little pause. But, because a lot um, of his catches are right on the, the edge of the radii, radii, radius. Yeah. Yeah. He's open. Um, like maybe he, he, preempts that mattering by just bodying dbs and linebackers that are trying to cover him um so and then also when it's time to spread it out and be in gun yeah he can run he can run the choice routes and then he can he understands zone windows um so yeah i mean you liked him so much that i'm, I'm not gonna lie like when I, when i watched two of his games i was like i want to hate this guy uh just you know a bit of good content of disagreement as we've said before peek behind the curtain it's good when there's a little little disagreement in the industry but uh yeah no i, I did i i saw so it. but, but what, what makes the tight end class interesting is that the guy that is definitely the best football player at tight end even if you you don't want to put him number one because of the potential argument he is definitely not the most like he does he's not the potential guy in this sense of like, well, this guy could be something we've never seen before. Like, there's a host of those guys this draft. Yeah. Like Luke Musgrave ran a four six. Um, he's a really he has really good movement skills. He's just kind of, you know, he's just raw. But he's six six. You know, thirty three inch arms almost. Even, even uh, Tucker Craft uh, at yeah. six five two fifty four, ten foot two broad. Uh, Four six nine forty, which isn't great, but then a forty nine short shuttle, like that's that's some interesting stuff. And you had Kincaid, a decent three cone. Yeah, he did. Oh, seven zero eight. Yeah, that's not too bad, is it? Uh, and then Dalton Kincaid didn't test, but he's another guy. Like his pro day, probably do some amazing things. And then a, a, a guy I'd never heard of from Old Dominion, uh, Griff. Are you good at the surname here? Old Zach Kuntz. Oh, Kuntz. Yeah, I would not it's, say it's, it like that, but it's a I long believe year. that's how he likes it pronounced. No demonetization. Just uh, like, um, just like famous um, major league baseball pitcher Rusty Kuntz. Oh, there's been other Kuntz. Nice. Um, we all know how it's actually said. Uh, so he's six foot seven, two hundred fifty-five pounds, uh, ten for eight broad, forty-inch vertical. Four five five forty four one two second short shuttle six eight second six eight seven seconds three cone. I will be watching, and yeah, that's that's just crazy. But probably one of those where 
if we hadn't heard about him before, the tape probably doesn't match it. But that's unfair because I haven't watched. So there you go. Uh, Washington, by the way, uh, Math Bomb Kentley Platt at Math Bomb on Twitter. He is the eleventh most athletic tight end in NFL history from eighty-seven to twenty twenty-three. <laughs> and like block, there was that blocking clip which went out of him. But when he was blocking, and like he is like a tackle almost, almost like he's two six four. So I think that's overplayed a bit. But like blocking in line, he his paddle was pretty good. Like he was moving the sled, and that's just an interesting proposition as well. So. Yeah, yeah. Lo- lots of interesting guys in this class. Some we haven't even touched on. Like Seattle has to come away with one of these tight ends. It would be stupid not to. Like they have so many picks. Like just do it. Um, yeah, be- because um, I mean, like this time next year, they don't have the, the Kobe. I mean, Colby Parkinson can be brought back easily, probably. But Noah Fant will be gone, and then Will Disley is unfortunately like it's it's impossible to predict his availability so and then also we don't know how this injury might have mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones blue nile has something she'll adore need it fast most items can ship overnight plus enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, you know, affected him permanently, right? Like it's incredible how well he's bounced back from some of the injuries he's had. Yeah, he's been back. Um, yeah. So I mean, there's no easier way to get ahead of needing a tight end. You know, next year by drafting one the year ahead when it's a very rich tight yeah, end draft. Let's not do the inside linebacker thing again. Let's be slightly proactive with yes. uh, drafting. Yeah. There you go. Right. Finally, we will not be talking offensive tackles because the Seahawks are good there, and you touched on them, but I like Darnell Wright's tape, and he was pretty good uh, other than the 29-inch vertical, but everything else was good. And What, what will be interesting is who, who f- figures to be a guard convert if that happens. Yeah, and, and yeah, because... I saw some people on Twitter saying about Abraham Lucas slotting inside the guard. To me, that's like not no. what he needs right now. That would be an no. absolute disaster. Like you just don't do that in a second year. But could Darnell Wright play guard? Like maybe. Um, I mean, Cody Mock should be a he should be a guard. I think that's how the league views him, just by virtue of the mm. senior bowl, him almost but, only uh, playing guard. And and his arms are likely too short for Seattle as much as you liked what you saw from him. Mm. Uh, and then the other thing with the tackles, I guess, is Dewan Jones has like the rarest size ever. So does he climb really high? Like, are we talking about a top five player here? Do, does a team go that high? I mean, where did DJ Fluker go? 
This guy, right. the Fluke obviously had a, I think, probably better resume coming in, but like Dewan Jones was some solid tape. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, he's, he's, he's 6'8", 374 pounds with 36.5 inch long arms. I mean, that is just crazy. Right. Uh, Fluker went uh, pick 11, so something to think about there. And uh, and Paris Johnson's a, a solid looking prospect opposite <laughs> from uh, again from Ohio State. Uh, anyway, interior offensive line Seattle does need. So should we do centers first? Because that's the that's the most obvious hole. Um, every one of the centers did well, not everyone, but a lot of the centers ticks and boxes now. Oh, the thing with center is Austin Blythe had arms which were 13 or three quarter inches long. So they're not afraid necessarily to have a short arm center. However, Blythe had like experience of that on tape. Um, you know, he'd established himself in the league as a center. He also was familiar with Shane Waldron's system and was a one-year free agent signing. He's now retired. Whether they would go that low for a rookie, I'm not so sure. Uh, so John Michael Schmitz from Minnesota... He was six three and a half, three hundred one pounds, and thirty two point five inch long arms. I really think, in an ideal world, you want the arms of thirty three inches, but like I, I think thirty two and a half is fine. And he had an eight for eight broad jump, a twenty nine point five inch vertical, and a four five six short shuttle. So that's, that's pretty solid testing, right? It's, he's like a he was like a above average athlete, but per like um, math bomb and uh, RAS. But those numbers kind of meet all of the things Seattle's looked for in the past. And what you should be looking at is um, crew at crew analytics, which if you know what crew is, you're probably from the UK. But um, at crew analytics has continued Alistair Corp's work with the Seahawks draft board, which has all the measurements on there from what Seattle's looked for in the past. It's quite broad, but you can, you know, that's good because then you can narrow it down further if you want to. It's, it's a nice a collation of the combined data with the right names and the positions they're playing in Seattle. So thoroughly recommend that. Check out at Crew Analytics. Crew is spelled C-R-E-W-E. Now, Joe Tipman from Wisconsin, another name to look at, 33-inch long arms. Didn't test, though. And then uh, Jarrett Patterson out of Notre Dame. He had short arms, 31.5 inches, but he jumped well and ran a quick enough shuttle. So there's a lot of lot of guys, really. <laughs> the, the one who intrigued me the most was um, Ricky Stromberg out of Arkansas. I'd never heard of this guy. 6'3", 306 pounds, 33-inch long arms, 9-foot-3-inch broad jump, 32.5-inch vertical. So I'll be watching him. But Griff, is it? Is there any centers who, I mean, this sort of um, new, isn't it? But... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have any. I mean, you no, know, I, I don't. It, there's nothing. Nothing is stirred. No. Like, there's nothing concerning. Centered, there is kind of you know, there is right. kind of tape speaks out, and I need to watch uh, Stromberg from Arkansas. Juice Scruggs out of Penn State as well. Yeah, he's yeah. the other guy I haven't exposed myself to at all. Yeah, yeah. I think they're more presumed to be later picks, but he had 33-inch long arms as well and uh, decent jumps and uh, the quickest 10-yard split out of the centers, mm-hmm. if that matters. Um, 
Yeah, so one guy, although he's a guard, but he's 6'4", only 300 pounds with good arm length, was John Gaines out of UCLA. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so I know about he, him. He tested well. And I don't know if he could be a center convert. Um, he Yeah, he ran a 4-4-5 second short shuttle, which uh, just... Uh, it was 28 offensive linemen who've recorded a 447 seconds short shuttle or better at the combine. Now it's uh, 29, thanks to John Gaines out of UCLA. And that puts him in some pretty good company. Uh, 24 of those players were drafted who, who ran the 447 second short shuttle or, or better. And of those 24, um, those 24 went to start 84% of their NFL games. So it tends to sync up with pretty good NFL success, at least. So gain someone to look for. I hadn't, again, I hadn't heard of him before this. And I'm sure like proper draft people, they would have. But that's, you know, I, I think he was more presumed to be like a day three kind of dude. But now interesting to see how, how much that lets him rise Uh Again, someone I'll be watching the tape of now and wouldn't have before. So, interesting. Yeah. Because uh, when I think UCLA guard, I think Antonio Maffi. So, games would be really interesting to watch. So, there you go. And finally, Steve Avila out of TCU. Uh, he's kind of a guard slash center. He had 33 inch long arms, eight foot two broad is slightly lower, I think, than Seattle would want, but 29.5 inch vertical, and he's 332 pounds. So, some size so, on him. So, I didn't, I was not fond of him at the senior bowl. No, I, um, but then he bodied Mozzie Smith. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, so I don't, maybe, maybe the senior bowl just went bad for him, but like. His um, so I watched uh the, that Michigan game, and I watched him against Texas Tech, yeah. and he was like really solid. So yeah, so maybe I was just being a hater. Uh, maybe it happens. <laughs> so the other guards, are, there's a lot of interesting late round names, but most of the other dudes didn't do the agility testing, which would have been nice. Um, and Voorhees tore his uh, tore his ACL, yeah, which sucks, sucks for him. Uh, still did the bench press afterwards, which is crazy. Um, but he had 32 inch long arms as well, so Seattle may have not been considering that. Uh, there's actually not as many guard prospects, you know, as you'd like in a draft where you kind of need to take a right guard. I like you might yeah. want to take one higher than or or the tackle convert prospect that we spoke so, about. So you know who was a left tackle but then actually played right guard at the senior bowl as opposed to left guard was Steen from Alabama. Mm. And he looked really comfortable for probably being a fish out of water. So that was interesting. <clears throat> that is interesting. Right. I think we're done. We can we can read numbers out. We're done. We're done. We made here. it. The 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 marathon or as I'd say marathon. 
<laughs> really? Would you say marathon? Yeah, I would say marathon. A marathon? Because... How do the Greeks say it? Well, probably uh, in Greek, which is the same. There you go. No, do they do they say? Oh, it's a, a, a pronunciation. Of they say marathonus. I'm not so, sure. So, if we drop the as, it'd be marathon. So the Anglo-American pronunciation is correct. The marathon. Marathon. Are you sure it is though? We're having another Aries to Aries moment right now. It's so Aries. It's so Aries of us. Yeah. All right. Fire signs. Ugh. Thanks for watching and listening. If you are watching, please like the video and comment. We've had a lot of viewers today. So that's lovely. Thank you so much. I hope you're all happy with the, the Geno Smith news. I hope you're all happy with the Combine news. Yes, there are still athletic players. We've only got 23 likes and we have 47 watching right now. So please do up that comment as well. And if you are listening, five-star reviews. We had a lovely five-star review, which described our show, Griff, as something along the lines of truly unique. Isn't that nice? That's very nice. Yeah. Uh, and then really easy listening and entertaining. Oh, totally unique. Sorry. So there you go. Uh, how nice. Follow kind. the Twitter at Seattle Overload. Follow Griffin at C Mike Spin Move. He may settle down after, you know, there was some. I thought I'd lost him. There was some dodgy stuff going on around the draft and the, the quarterbacks. And then now Gino signed. He's back back to his Gino ways. Yeah. That may calm down. I'm hoping it up. calms down. It's, it's quite bad right now. Like people are in jail. I'm in jail. I've been put in jail. I don't know why. I, I, I oh, yeah. Put I, in Gino jail. Yeah, I put you in Gino jail. Um, <laughs> for what? For why? Um, I decided to blame you for making a, a typo. Right. Fair know. enough. My fault. My bad. What happened again? Uh, yeah. And until next time, when we'll be back Thursday with a draft positional preview of some kind. We'll also have free agents news when it breaks. And Ty and I will have a new show when there are, there's news. Maybe we'll talk about Gino's contract details. Maybe we'll get the nitty gritty. But yeah, until then, this has been the Seattle Overload Podcast official outro. <laughs> We're so good at outros. It's just amazing.